So I have good news for you, and I have bad news for you. How often have we heard that, that expression, right? There's good news and there's bad news. And in this gospel today, there's a classic case of this. There's good news for us, and there's bad news for us. And so let's start with the good news, obviously. The good news that we find in this gospel is that God has forgiven us with an incredible amount. Regardless of what we do, if we come to God, he'll always forgive us. God ultimately pays off a debt that we could never hope to repay for ourselves. The main message of this, go- of this gospel, ultimately, is that God's mercy is endless. It's boundless. And this comes across so clearly in the parable. So central to the parable is about the incredible mercy of God. And we hear about kind of two situations. I'm going to start with the first situation, and then we'll get to the second situation shortly. But the first situation we hear about is this slave who owes his master an incredible amount. And in some translations, it says that the slave owes his master a large sum. A large sum. This is kind of like the understatement of the century. Here in what we heard, it says that he owes him 10,000 denarii. So denarii at Jesus' time is kind of a measure of weight that's used to measure a precious metal like Uh, silver or gold, and it's a lot of this silver or gold. So some people would estimate that um, one talent, which is kind of what we're at at play here with, one talent is 150 years of labor for a laborer, and that this slave owes his lord or master 10,000 talents. So if I did my math correctly, this slave owes his master a debt that he couldn't pay off after 150,000 years of work. So it's an astronomical amount. He has no kind of hope of paying it off. And we see, of course, that this Lord is God, and God is incredibly merciful to this slave. When this slave comes to him, God forgives him this debt that he could never pay off after 150,000 years of labor. God forgives it. The master ultimately forgives it when this slave pleads for help. This teaches us ultimately about the boundless mercy of God, that all of us do things really through our sins. We harm ourselves, but we harm others. And there's some harm to God's creation. And when we come to God asking forgiveness, this gospel teaches us that God will always forgive. God will show mercy. God will heal us. Throughout history, of course, different theologians have tried to explain in various ways what Jesus has done for us. There's many ways to explain it, but one way of explaining what Jesus does for us that is kind of relevant to today's gospel comes to us from St. Anselm, who lived around uh, the year 1100, something like this. So St. Anselm described the great uh, deed that Jesus does for us, the forgiveness he makes available for us, using a kind of analogy that is kind of based on the feudal system. So at St. Anselm's time, of course, the feudal system Uh, was very, very prevalent. And in this system, if you harmed someone or offended someone, the punishment that you had to pay depended on the status or rank of that person. So imagine for a moment that you were a serf, sort of lower on the feudal system. If you offended another serf, the debt that you had to pay wasn't as great. And this debt could be monetary or you could be put in prison. But it'd be a short time if you offended someone of equal or lower rank. If, however, you were a serf, someone of low rank, and you offended the king, 
then this debt that you had to pay became astronomical because you've offended someone of such a higher rank. So this was kind of the way that the world worked at the time of St. Anselm, and he uses this kind of like an analogy to describe sin and ultimately the mercy that God makes available for us through Jesus. So St. Anselm would say that in sin, we, we offend someone who is of infinitely greater status than a king, God himself. And ultimately, this debt we have to pay because of this offense to God is something that we can never hope to repay. Ultimately, as this gospel says, 150,000 years of labor could not repay this. St. Anselm then uses this ultimately to highlight the beauty and the goodness of Jesus, that Jesus Christ, being true God and true man, is in a position to pay off this debt, to reconcile us with God. Ultimately, Jesus, being a human being, can pay off this debt that human beings owe to God. But Jesus Christ, being true God, ultimately his sacrifice is of infinite value. So Jesus then can become this mediator between God and between humanity. This then is the good news of the gospel today, that God is incredibly merciful to us. We all sin, we all fall short. Maybe our debt is not as large as this person in the gospel. However, God is always there to forgive us, to heal us, to bring restoration. This then is the good news. Let's go on to the bad news, and it's not all bad news. But the bad news ultimately is that if we don't forgive, we're kind of in trouble. That ultimately forgiveness is expected of us because God is so merciful to us. If we want to live ultimately in God's kingdom, we have to forgive. And this here we see that this same slave who was forgiven this astronomical amount, 150,000 years of labor, comes across kind of a fellow slave who owes him a hundred denarii. And so one denarii was more or less one day's wages. So this other fellow slave owed him a hundred days wages. It's not nothing. It's not like he owed him five bucks, like a cup of coffee or something like that to repay. It's a big enough number, but it's just kind of absurd to the other slaves when they see how he's been pardoned so much by his Lord. Ultimately, he won't show that same mercy to someone else. And of course, with this kind of rationale, Jesus is giving us motivation to ultimately forgive other people. Jesus knows that forgiveness can be difficult for us, of course. Sometimes it can seem near impossible. But one motivation Jesus gives us for forgiving others is to remind ourselves ultimately of the mercy that God has shown us. When we remember that we are all in that position of that servant who've been forgiven and shown so much mercy by God, so much mercy by others as well, it can become easier to show mercy to those around us. It's kind of like this story I heard once. There was this man that was describing the change that happened in his life about how he viewed his boss, how he's able to show some forgiveness to his boss after he became a Christian. So he's explaining to his friend that before he became a Christian, he was so offended by his boss, he didn't like his boss, he couldn't forgive his boss. And he said, you know, even if my boss had passed away, I could never go to his funeral. And then he says a big change came when he became a Christian. He said, now I'd be willing to go to my boss's funeral any day of the week. So anyway, forgiveness ultimately as Christians is something for us that we're called to do, not kind of in a way of this employee with his boss, 
But ultimately, forgiveness is something we're called to do because of what God has done for us. So ultimately then, the gospel is good news. Jesus kind of gives us a bit of motivation to forgive, but Jesus knows that forgiveness is for our benefit. Ultimately, when we forgive other people, we release kind of the pain or the burden or the hurt that they have on us. And I think we need to be clear that forgiveness is not the same as healing. Sometimes we can have this confusion. We can think, I can never forgive this person because I'll always have hurt feelings for that person. And that might be the case in situations where great harm is done. We'll always feel pain, perhaps, when we think of that person. But forgiveness ultimately is handing them over to God, placing this person in God's hands. Even if we still feel pain, that healing might take ultimately a lifetime. But when we hand them over to God and to God's mercy, when we show mercy to them, it's for our benefit as well, because then we can begin to heal. When we forgive someone, we kind of release the grasp that they can have on us. So today in this Mass, then, let us give thanks to God for the boundless mercy that he shows us, that God ultimately is revealed in Jesus Christ to be boundless in his mercy, in his forgiveness. Let us be inspired, as the Gospel calls us to be, to transform the mercy that God shows us into the capacity to show mercy and forgiveness to others.